to the Runner X Podcast, where we talk about all things running. As many runners know, it's 90% mental. So join Coach Valerie and Coach Caroline as we go through the mental side of running. Welcome back to the Runner X Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Caroline, and I'm here with Coach Valerie. Um, Coach, I want to talk about what I like to call leaning into like really getting into talking with your coach. Um, an example that came up for me recently, and we kind of talked a little bit about it, is we train um, strength training at a gym. So you help me uh, work on adding muscles and lifting weights and challenging my preconceived notion of how strong I am, which I just, I love. And there are days that um, I'm sore, right? After our workout, maybe um, I didn't roll as much afterward. And so here it is Wednesday after, and I'm still sore after the Monday workout. And there are times when for a brief moment, I think, ah, I don't want to go. I'm still sore. But then I think to myself, no, go in and tell Valerie you're still sore and see why you're still sore, what you can do on that strength training day, like lean into talking to your coach and letting them help you fix it. I feel like what happens is runners is we say, oh, my knee hurts. I'm going to stick a band on it or I'm going to put tape on it or I'm going to uh, go get a massage and then I'm going to ignore it. Or I'm going to go to the PT and learn the exercises and never do them. Yeah. How, what, why should I lean into talking to you? I know why I should lean into talking to you. I know why going to my coach and telling them why it's still hurting or what's still hurting or what caught, what I did, what I think I did wrong can help me. But from the coach's perspective, talk to me about why I need to do that. Okay. So, and it's funny because every time you see lean, I want to say fall. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, it's interesting. And I want to backtrack for just a second because I just want people to know that when I very first got into fitness, I was a group fitness instructor. Back then we were called aerobics instructors. So you would literally walk in and you would have a class anywhere. I think my biggest classes were like 60 It'd be anywhere from 20 to 60 people in a room and you would yell for an hour, knees, you know, whatever you did, hamstring curls, knee lifts, whatever, right? Kind of dancing around a room for an hour. Right. There was never really talk. There was not a lot of discussion about like, um, you know, how the body works or things like that. It was literally like, just come in and destroy me. And the ladies were like, I want to be really sore. (laughs) Yeah. So. I want to, but it always be like body parts. I want to feel it in my abs. I want to feel it in my glutes, right? Um, I want my triceps to hurt. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And then, and so then I would have that kind of training. And then I would do one-on-one training where that person was really like, like dialing just into that one person. And what, what you find from coaching is a couple of things. One is the more the, the more the person is willing and wanting to actually reach their goals, when they really have a goal in mind, they're more likely to do the work to get there, which I really believe. And I mean, it's kind of a catch 22 with us because we are the run pain free people. So unfortunately, most people we get are injured, right? So right. they're coming in like not ready to take the uh, highest level step class. <laughs> I'm just yeah, teasing, but yeah. you know what I mean? Um, so it has to be two things that when you have, when you have a, from a coaching perspective, I want to see my runner a lot because the more that I see you, the more that I can make sure 
that you're not getting into habits that could potentially cause an injury. So if I see a movement error, I can fix it or help you be aware of it to correct it. Does that make sense? And the Mm -hmm. same thing, guys, we do things on a triangle. So the triangle is skill, strength, and self-care. And this should be really any any movement program you do. And the strength and the self-care are balance the skill. So if, say, Caroline said, I'm sore, yeah, I'm sore. You know, I might kind of tease her about it and say, it's all right, you'll be all right. And we're just going to do more mobility today. Maybe we'll do a longer warm-up. But it doesn't mean she doesn't move her body. So, right. and also, the soreness and pain are not the same thing. And that's important to understand. If I'm doing a workout where I'm purposely adding resistance and I'm working a certain, you know, we do a bunch of squats. Yeah, I hope your glutes are sore. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Because you loaded them. Now, if we did a bunch of squats and your back was sore, that would be a problem. So it's the same with running, guys. The thing, and here's a big difference, coaching wise. If you're running and you're getting a repetitive injury, you realize it's something you're doing consistently. So, right. And, th- and I want to take a moment there because that's yeah. really important because what happens guys is we do a workout or we go for a run. And then like, like you said, it's not my butt that's sore. It's my back that's sore. So rather than come in and talk to Valerie and say, my back's hurting me, what did I do wrong? Or I know you don't like to say, what did I do wrong, but how do we correct what I, what I did to hurt my back? I hide from her, right? Cause I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to feel the pain anymore. Right. I'm going to hide. I'm going well, to, no, I don't even, here. I don't think it's that. <laughs> I think you're the runner is scared that I'm going to tell him to stop running. Yeah. That's, the that's fear. a good point. Yeah. <laughs> that's the they're going to, right. And, and, I mean, and I'm not going to say that's a true, that's, that's not really a true fear guys, because at the end of the day, what I usually, when runners come in and say, Hey, I've got this race coming up. Should I do it? I usually ask them, what do you want us to say? Like what is, if you could rave a magic wand and Valerie will say exactly what you want her to say, what is it you, and usually they want permission to not do the race. Absolutely. Yeah. And And guys, I have, once you've raced for so long, there's, it's not fun to finish a race and then be out for six weeks. I mean, I've never understood that. No professional runner does that. If they in any way think I'm not going to win or I'm going to hurt myself, they just stop. Yeah. Cause it's not worth it. There's plenty of t-shirts like, and, <laughs> and I mean, and that's the thing too, to have a coach is to have someone that's looking out for your interest. It's right. not to benefit me. It's all for you. So once you start, and this is, we see this a lot, by the way, in our coaching is in the beginning, it seems kind of weird. Like I'm sending my video in and this lady's looking at my running and I'm a little self-conscious or, you know, like it's, it's a kind of a thing. And then all of a sudden, I see the shift where people are like, oh, I do see it. Oh, and not only do I see it, but wow, now I'm feeling it. So imagine how much more ownership you'll have of your body. Instead of being scared of your hip, I'm scared my hip's going to hurt. I'm scared my hip's going to hurt. You have a plan of attack. Your hip's hurting. You know immediately, ooh, I must be reaching. Let me pull over for a minute and do some curb drills. And then I'll get back into my run. Imagine how much better that feeling is than, oh, no, my hip's going to hurt my hips going to hurt then it starts to hurt and i'm just gonna stop <laughs> well let's, you know that's a, that's a good point that 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 idea that they start feeling like okay okay she really cares about what i'm how i'm moving let's take the opposite which does happen because there's two kinds there's like actually three kinds of runners right you got the kind that 
come in and never send you anything, which I always get a kick out of. Not that they don't do anything. They just never send you anything. You've right. got those that, that send in, maybe are coachable, whatever they come They're They're very consistent. Then you've got those people that do the drill, send it in, do the drill, send it in, do the drill, yeah. send it in. So yeah. explain that though, that a coach it's what do they say? It's like your friend isn't going to notice if you've lost weight. It's going to be that friend that hasn't seen you in four weeks because they're with right. you all the time. Right. So you need that time, right, to be working on the drill and then check in. Right. And, that, and, and you know, and, that, and it's funny because I'm that person, too. So I get it. So it's like <laughs> if I if I, I am. So if I show you something, a lot of times they'll be like, well, let me just show you. I fixed it. And it, it, it's two <laughs> things. One is one is honestly. Part of me likes it because I know they went, thought and did it. But the yeah. other challenge is just like you're saying, did you really take the time to think about the drill? Take a, you know, because the body needs a little bit of time to adjust. Now, right. guys, this is important because a lot of people for now, if, if we all lived in the same town, would I want to see you all the time? Yes. Yeah. You see what I mean? How, would I, would you get faster? Would it, would it make you change your movement faster? No, you still have to live every single day of adjusting that movement until it becomes your natural movement. And so even if I show you and you correct it right then, it, that still means you got to practice it tomorrow. <laughs> so I think what right. some of us struggle is they'll say, okay, I fixed it. Now, what do I do next? Well, now you keep practicing. So it holds. <laughs> right. Well, let's segue this into our upcoming clinic, uh, which is coming up the middle of June. Go to runrx.fit forward slash clinic. No S. I believe it's clinic. Um, if it's not, I'll have to put it in the show notes if there's an S. But Valerie, talk about that for a brief second. If you come to our clinic, you work with, it's a two day, it's basically two days. We spend about six hours working on the skill, strength, and self-care of running. And then the second day before you have to fly back out, you come in and we do a uh, uh, try to meet at a nearby track and you kind of show them how to do track practice is, is, is you know, yeah, and it's not that's track, how I see it. Yeah, but it's not, it's, it's not really track, track practice. It's just out of tracks. It's just easier to yeah. run. Yeah. So the idea that with the clinic, it's great because it's like an, it's like a solid immersion. I mean, you're going to get, of course, the gait analysis, but the most important part is that practical side where you're getting right. the pose, the fall, the pull. We give you the drills. We go over what to do. And I'll tell you what, it's a lot for sure. And most people will say to me, um, you know, in the beginning, because again, you guys just think about it. What takes us 12 weeks in the membership, I literally do like a very condensed version in the clinic. So you get, you get the pose, fall, pull, you get some drills, you get the, you get the before and after gait analysis and getting to watch other people also running, learning the same movement you are really helps like being able to yeah. see someone else. Um, they're usually pretty, we don't have huge clinics, get a lot of personal attention. And the, the best part is it's not so much running, but I mean, it's yeah. learning yeah, it's to run. It's learning, running, to run. it's learning to run. It's learning to run. And we do some of the strength. So it's practical. It's drills. Most of it's pretty much in place. And so the fun part is on day two, when we, we do use a track just cause it's a nicer place to meet up. We do more drills we let you really put together what you got the first day and then you can play with it. You could try running a 400 meter. If you want, you could try running a mile, you know, some people want to come out 
and just because when you learn something like you, you guys have never tried this, but the first time in the beginning, you're listening and you're trying and it's a lot in your head, right? Then it starts to trickle into the body. (laughs) Right. And that's what made me think of that is you were talking about like, if you live close by, of course, you know, I get to see Valerie. If I wanted to, I could see her every day. I just don't want to get up that early in the morning. So I see her like three, four times a week. Um, But (laughs) this gives you a full day or two to actually immerse yourself with her and see, you know, let's look at the band drills. Let's look at what we're doing. And so just something to think about, wanted to put that out here for you guys and, and to, to really try to maybe if you, if you haven't quite connected with Valerie and myself as, as you're running coaches, come to, come to the clinic, join us, let her basically take your foot and put it where it's supposed to be. I, <laughs> people always get a big kick out of that. It's like, or, or get you to loosen up your, your ankle. We, we don't realize how tight we are. And so I hope you'll join us June 18th and 19th here in Dallas. Um, and there's close by uh, hotels. Like I said, there's a practice the next morning and you could still fly, you fly in Friday night, fly out Sunday afternoon and still be back for work on Monday. Okay. We uh, hope to hear hear from you or see you in the podcast. See you on the clinic or hear you on the podcast. Thanks, guys. Thank you for joining us on the RunRx podcast. If you'd like to know more, join us at www.runrx.fit. And if you have additional questions that you'd like answered on the podcast, email us at support at runrx.fit.